Hey, 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 Heathmount family. Welcome to May, <laughs> which I am sure is going to be full of sunshine and fun and ice lollies. And <laughs> the podcast today has reached double figures as this is the 10th episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I would also like to take this chance to wish the Honourable Colonel Tom Moore a very, very happy 100th birthday for yesterday. Wasn't it so wonderful to the world be inspired by this remarkable man? Now, today's episode is all about celebration as we celebrate Harry Potter, as tomorrow on Saturday the 2nd of May is Harry Potter Day. So we have filled today's podcast with Heathmount's greatest Potterheads. So let's go straight in and meet them. Expelliarmus! Now, to interview this morning. Well, those people who know this person really well will know that the choice today is really obvious. Now, we've already learnt from previous um, appearances on the podcast that she is in fact the funniest person in the lower school and she is also one of the most lovely hard-working caring and really really fun now there certainly is a lot of wonder and magic surrounding her and as she continues to inspire support entertain and love her colleagues and her classes and her friends there is no one else we could possibly have on the podcast today to celebrate Harry Potter Day other than inviting the truly enchanting Mrs. Jones. Hi, Mrs. Jones. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Miss Ferguson. Thank you so much. How, what a what a t- pleasure it is to finally be in the podcast honestly oh, I feel I know. Really well, honored. thank you just so so um, grateful to you because right at the very start when we kicked this all off in that first week before the holidays you were so encouraging of the podcast and just so lovely about it and I was just waiting for the right time to get you on and of course when I discovered that it was Harry Potter Day on the 2nd of May, then this was Ooh, absolutely, absolutely perfect time. Now, you actually had to tell me why it is Harry Potter Day. Um, would you like to share that with the listeners as to why the 2nd of uh, May is, is in fact officially Harry Potter Day? Well, apparently, I think it's the day when it was the Battle of Hogwarts in the book. So the 2nd of May was when Harry defeated, finally defeated Voldemort. So, yeah, I had to Google it myself, to be fair. (laughs) I'm a bit of a Harry Potter nerd, but (laughs) I actually had to Google that myself. Well, I'm not sure how big a day, you know, I haven't been aware of it before. But, you know, frankly, it is going to be celebrated in a massive way today on the Heathmont podcast. Um, And we're really really looking forward to it um now before we get into the um the quiz and all the all the um, harry potter joy um i cannot uh let this interview go any further without what has become a bit of a feature which is the quick fire round okay okay for all those listeners you know how it works mrs jones is um it's pretty alert, pretty pretty quick. So this is not going to be a problem for you. Um, we're just going to dive straight in. We're going to learn a little bit more about you. Mrs. Jones, are you ready? Yes. Let's go. Okay. Inside or outside? Oh, inside. 
<laughs> loud or quiet? <laughs> loud. <laughs> I think you might be one of the loudest in that, in that staff room quiz as well. Um, how about, this one might be, you might find a bit tricky. Plays or musicals? Mm. Oh, musicals. Musicals. Sing along, musicals. On a brilliant musical. And, it, and in a similar vein, Gary Barlow or Robbie Williams? Oh, Robbie Williams. All the way. Always. Always. Cakes or biscuits? Biscuits. Text or phone calls? Phone calls, definitely. Yeah, nice to have a chat. Yeah, struggle with um, text. Glitter or leopard print? Oh, both for Mrs. Jones. Oh, it's got to be a bit of leopard print. <laughs> Preferably with a little bit of glitter on it. I am. Yeah, absolutely. With you, with you, with you. Um, spots or stripes? Spots. I'm wearing spots today. Spots. Wow, looking great. Um, flats or heels? Oh, heels all the way. <laughs> I don't own any heels. It won't be surprising. I am. I am a giant. Um, <laughs> online or offline? Oh, I think at the moment it's got to be online, always online yeah, at the moment. Enjoying being offline when it comes. Um, early or late? Ooh. As I'm getting older, bizarrely, it's early. <laughs> when I was younger, when I said late, the older I'm getting, early. <laughs> it's a circle of life. It's a circle yeah. of life. Um, okay, in we go. Harry or Ron? Harry. Mm. Hufflepuff or Slytherin? Hufflepuff. Big party or small group? Small group. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Yes, Definitely. Good day, isn't it? Ravenclaw mm. or Gryffindor? I think I know the answer. Oh, Gryffindor. <laughs> Red or white? Red. Red. Dogs or cats? Dogs. I have a dog. Definitely dogs. You, I'm you allergic to dogs. cats. The Harry Potter books or the Harry Potter movies? Oh, the books all the way. Aren't they yeah, magnificent? Really. And last question. I think I know the answer to this as well. Wizards or muggles? Oh, wizards, if only. Wizards. <laughs> you did really well. How lovely. Yay. How lovely. Um, so it's Harry Potter Day today, and we're going to be talking a little bit um, more about that. But before we do, uh, the, the the real sort of, core i suppose of what this podcast was always about was about connection and about um you know just having an opportunity to uh, switch off screens and just tune in a different sense and and yeah. you know and hear our heathmount family together um we talk a lot about the things that uh, we're feeling thankful for at the moment um what would you say has been something that is either you know really prevalent for you and your family just now I think people, I think it makes me realise how important it is and how many, how much people mean to me. So my friends and my family, and that's all extended by Heathmount family. I think we've got so close to the staff that I work with on a daily basis and, and all the lower school team. We've been talking to each other. We Zoom each other virtually every day because obviously we're having constant meetings. And without them, I don't think we would have got through the speed of learning that the teachers have gone through over the past literally month seriously and again you know I know it's a bit cheesy but my family as well because they've taken a back step really and and you know my husband and my children have have to had to fend for themselves so I dread to think what they're eating 
<laughs> having a lovely time. Yeah, they are cake for breakfast, dinner, and tea. I think yeah, it's been. It's just like Christmas so, uh, every day. Um, it is, and yeah. it's also my friends as well. It was one of my friends' birthdays, and and not being able to see them and give them a cuddle and say hello. I'm quite a cuddly person, and it was really emotional just having to wave through the window. So those kind of things. I'm grateful for having those close friends and your family. It makes you really appreciate them actually. Uh, uh, well, we so loved us peeking into your staff room the other day. You were also generous enough to let me in, <laughs> me and the podcast in for a while. It was really, really hilarious. Um, so as well as all of, all of the um, things that are sort of reignited about what we're feeling thankful for, uh, there's been a lot to be inspired by just now as well. Um, and I think not with this question thinking, you know, not pressure to you know, learn a musical instrument or climb a mountain, yeah. but, but actually, you know, some of the sort of smaller things that, um, that maybe we just don't recognize or we don't see in the same way. What, what would you say has been particularly inspiring you at the moment? I think again it's got to be the people I work with because uh, it's, it's people who normally you feel that you are teaching them so some of the younger members of our lower school team who perhaps haven't been teaching for as many thousands of years as I have but actually they have been able to teach me so much and have supported me so so much mm -hmm. and the same with the children I'm quite inspired by the children how they're just taking this in their stride yeah. and they are contributing to the lesson accessing the lesson so superbly and come on with a smile on their faces and are so happy to see everybody where we are underneath are you know paddling like a like a duck under the water you're paddling so fast to keep up and they're just taking their stride and hi and they're cracking on their work want to share their work with you and yeah. they are amazing it does make you realize that you're in a very lucky in the job you have they are amazing yeah and I think you know we're so used to you know our product our people um, and a huge part of that is obviously being in the same room as them and, you know, uh, and, and you really do have to completely recalibrate, don't you, when you don't have that mm. access in the same way. Um, I totally agree. We have got some really amazing kids in our Heathmount family. Really and I think what it's shown, sorry, what it's shown for me as well is that the, the learning powers that we have been working on, the resilience and the perseverance, honestly, they're really shining through. So it's a real credit to, uh, to No one's going to have any problem with these kids doing homework from now on, are they? They can just crack no. <laughs> on by themselves. <laughs> Absolutely no need for anybody else. Oh, so that's something to look forward to. Absolutely. Parents, there we go. Silver lining. Um, I have to say the parents have been insanely amazing as well. It is a big, oh, you know, so supportive. Um, so we're gonna uh, any moment now going to be joined by a. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the collective noun for a uh, for a group of mad Harry Potter fans is. Potterheads, uh, I think uh, we call them Potterheads. Potterheads, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I can hear a lot of little pings going on, Heathmount family, and that is because we have lots more guests about to join us. So, Mrs. Jones, don't go anywhere. I am just, we're going to be back um, for what is the first ever Heathmount podcast uh, Harry Potter quiz. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you in a sec. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, isn't she magic? The spell binding Mrs. Jones. She 
She is honestly one of the most encouraging, supportive and talented teachers out there. And I know that she jumped to work at Hogwarts, but we are so glad that she's all ours. <laughs> now, as we discussed, we have some Heathmount family Potterheads who are going to join us today on the podcast. And they think that they have what it takes to go head to head, or should I say broom to broom, with Mrs. Jones. So... Get your parchment, your quills and your wands ready, Heathmount family, and see if you can play along. Best of luck. Now, as promised, for the first time ever on the Heathmount podcast, I am joined live on the podcast by not one, but nine Heathmount Potter heads. Now, I'm told that there is no greater compliment than being called a Potter head in life. And you can't see them like I can, but some of them are even dressed up. There's <laughs> lots of stuff going on. So I'm going to ask all of you at the same time to say a big Hello to the Heathmount family. Ready? Three, two, one. Hello. Woo! We have got a brilliant, brilliant collection of lovely, lovely pupils today. So I'm going to introduce you to them all one by one. Our youngest member of the quiz today is... Jasper and Jasper is in well you can tell us Jasper what year are you in year two what have you enjoyed the Harry Potter stories in year two yes oh. well I was in year one. Oh my goodness I am so impressed that you know I didn't think we would get anyone in year two and you are amazing we are now going to move up the year groups we're going to jump year three and we're going to head straight into year four where we have jasper's big brother zach hi zach hi zach it's so great to see you here you're in mrs jones's class aren't you yeah i know all about facts of, of harry potter from her Oh, that's what you guys get up to. Your classroom is decorated with some wonderful Harry Potter stuff too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's so brilliant. Now, in also in your team, because I put you into teams today, we have another person who is in year four, and it is Ned. Hi, Ned. Hello. Ned, and you're wearing Gryffindor colours. Now, whose class are you in, Ned? I'm in Mr. Kimberley's class. Mr. Kimberley's class. So you're next door. So you might be able to hear some of the pottering going on in the classroom next door. Um, now, Ned, what is your favourite Harry Potter book? Oh, that's quite hard, actually. <laughs> what about Zach and Jasper? Have you got any favourites? Order of the Phoenix, a book I'm reading right now. Oh, are you? Would well, you know? I think we might have a question from that book. So you're I the guy think to ask. It's the third one. I think I like Prisoner of Azkaban best. Oh, that's quite a scary one, isn't it? Has that not got lots of dementors in it? 
Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it does. It does. What about you, Jasper? What's your favourite Harry Potter book? The first one because it was the first one that I ever heard. Yeah, the first ones are the best. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that first book a little bit later on as a special surprise for everybody. So you are... Sorry, what did you say? Even though most of it I can't remember. I know, there's so much in there, isn't there? Well, that's okay. You have got a team to help you today. So you are going to be a team. And the way it's going to work is you are going to... um, be answering some questions. Now, all three of you can have a chat to each other. Um, and when you think you know the answer, then you can let us know. Do you, know, you, you feeling good? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. Your first question is this. Parcel tongue is the language of which type of animal. I think I know. Yeah, I know. I know. All three of you know. Who's going to tell me? Jasper, do you want to tell me? Snakes. Is the answer snakes? The rest of the Harry Potter heads are all nodding their heads. You are right. One point to you. Well done, you three. That was maybe too easy. Brilliant. <laughs> Mrs. Jones. This is your question for this round. Okay. This question was actually written by Ned. He sent this question to me, and it's a good one. Oh, Ned, I hope it's an easy one. Could you please, Mrs. Jones, name three passwords to Dumbledore's office? Sherbet lemons? Yes. I think I only know one. I can't think of any more. Ned, you are so hard. Come on, Lila, I know you would know this. Come on. So one was sherbet lemons. Come on, what's another one? Cockroach cluster. Uh, fav- yes, Dumbledore's favourite sweets. Well done. Cockroach cluster. Anyone else know any other passwords? Frizzing, frizzing wispy. That's one on my list. Elizabeth? I was going to say acid pops. Yes, that's correct. I have another one called chocolate frog as well. Very good. Ned, go. that's a tough question, Ned. Tough question. Good well, idea. I think that might have been one of Ned's easy ones. Oh dear, we're in. Oh, that was one of my hard ones. Oh, that was one That's of your hard. All right, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> you okay? Team one, back to you. Harry Potter, when he gets older, has three children. One is called James Sirius. One is called Lily Luna. Can you name the third child? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Zach, are you happy for Ned to answer? Jasper, how are you feeling? Albus Severus. That's the answer. Albus Severus. Ned, do you think that's the answer? Yep. And Zach, are you happy with that? Yep. Albus Severus is correct. Well done. Two out of two for you. Mrs. Jones, this is your second question in round one. What chess piece does the Lovegood house resemble? Is it a rook? She didn't even flinch. It is a rook. Well done, Mrs. Jones. So current points are in round one, two points to the kids, 
one point to Mrs. Jones. Let's see if the kids are going to keep winning. Now we're going to go on to round two. Well done to the boys in year two and year four. I'm now going to introduce you to team two. Now team two is made up of someone else in year four and her name is Bella. Hi Bella. You got it? Hello! Now, Bella, I think, has been, she was the first person to email me about the Harry Potter quiz when she heard about it on the podcast. And I think she was one of the first people to email me right at the very beginning of the podcast. Because you're a big fan, aren't you? I love the podcast. (laughs) You love the podcast. (laughs) And you love Harry Potter. And... I think I might have had about six emails from you between just so excited about what's happening and I am delighted. So Bella is in year four and we're then joined by two lovely girls in year five who I am lucky enough to teach. And one of them is called Faye. Hi, Faye. Hello. What is your favourite Harry Potter book, Faye? Oh... I think the last one. The last one. It's a good one. We probably don't want to give away too many spoilers there, but it was pretty epic. And we have lovely Grace from year five. Hi, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Another (laughs) excited person. Now, were either of you in Mrs. Jones's class? Yes, I was. You were. So you're a Potterhead too, you lucky thing. So, um, Grace, if you could be in any Harry Potter house, what would you be in? Ravenclaw. You'd be in Ravenclaw. I love that. I love that the answer is not Gryffindor for everyone. I did a test and I'm apparently in Hufflepuff, so I'm quite pleased with that too. So, are you guys ready for your questions? Here we go. What does powdered dragonclaw do if you eat it if oh, you... I, read I read this what happened it's at the top of Look. my head oh it's okay i'm gonna let you think about it i'm gonna go on to mrs jones i'm gonna let you think about because it it's a tough one mrs jones this is your question which divination professor yep. reminds harry strongly of a glittering insect professor trelawney sybil trelawney to be exact Sybil Trelawney. Again, didn't flinch. There we go. Grace looks like she knows the answer to that question. Amazing. Guys, I'm going to come back to you for that tricky question I gave you. Any ideas? Um, Does it push your brain? It does push your brain, Bella! Sounds to me like you have just eaten some powdered dragon claw. One point each. Great job, Bella. Question two for Bella, Faye and Grace. Who is the Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix? Dolores Jane Umbridge. Yes. Grace, you agree? You do agree? She's doing a little dance at the moment. You can't see. Uh, Dolores Jane Umbridge. I love that you have her middle name as well. Absolutely right. Well done. Two points for that team. Now. Mrs. Jones, let's see about this last question for you. What is the full name of Dumbledore, the headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? Mm. Okay, I know it's Dumbledore. 
Um, I know it's, I think it's Wilfred. I know Brian's in there and there's one more. Oh, no, there's, how many? Five, did you say? You've got four. Oh, Albus. Five. Albus. Albus. Yeah. Come on, Elizabeth, give me a hand. Wilfred. Brian, Dumbledore, and there's one missing. There's one missing, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a clue. It's the same name as one of our schoolhouses. I reckon it must be Percival. You're right. It is Albus, Percival, Wilfric, Brian, Dumbledore. I love that Brian is in there as well. <laughs> well done. Two points to Mrs. Jones. So that is now four points to the kids. And three points to Mrs. Jones. It's all hanging in the last round now, team. Now, in this round, we've gone a little bit further up the school. We have one member of this team who is in year five, and that is Elizabeth. Say hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Elizabeth, you were in Mrs. Jones's class, weren't you? Yes. Yes, you were. Another one. I'm seeing a pattern here. Elizabeth, what's your favorite book? Um, probably the Half Blood Prince because I love Snape, so and I love Draco. So <laughs> oh, I see. And you maybe podcast listeners can't see, but she is fully wearing a Slytherin tie at the moment and has a matching yeah. green headband on. So she's fully and, Slyther- and her Slytherin jumper. Oh, I didn't recognise that. I see here we're, we're very well well covered here. Now also in this team we have Lila. Now, Lila is in year six. Now, Lila, I am tall. Oh, say hello, Lila, first of all. Hello. How many times do you think you've read them? Maybe about five or six times for each, each. one. Goodness yeah. me. Goodness me, that's impressive. So we have Lila and also representing year eight at the top of our school is probably one of the biggest Potterheads that I've ever met is Luca. Hi, Luca. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Great to have you on the podcast. Now, Luca, um, how many times do you reckon you've listened or read the books? Um, definitely more times than I can count on my fingers. I would say probably about 12 or 13 times. Goodness me. That is impressive. Okay, well, good luck today, guys. What is the opposite spell to Lumos? Nox. 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 It's definitely Nox. 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 Yeah. 100%. That was pretty unanimous. Could you tell me a little bit about the spell? Lumos ignites, well, it doesn't ignite, but it lights up the tip yeah. of a wand. And yeah. A bit like yeah. a torch or something. Oh, yes. Very handy. Very handy. And an interesting fact um, Dumbledore never actually had to use that spell as he did have his Deluminator. Oh, I see. So he didn't have a new to that spell. Well, it sounds to me like you kind of don't even need me to tell you that's the answer. Okay, Mrs. Jones. What does Professor Lupin give Harry after the Dementor attack? Chocolate. Oh, well, that chocolate. didn't take very long. Chocolate. Harry and- Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter and chocolate. Two of Mrs. Jones's favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that was was absolutely too easy. Was that the right answer, Jasper? Yes. Yes, it was. You're right. Ned's Ned's nodding as well. Well done. One all. Second question for this team. What did Dobby catch that set him free 
from Mr. Malfoy. Sock. 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 Well, book that had a sock in it. Yeah, a book that had a sock in it. The diary, Tom Riddle's diary had a sock in it. And then Harry's sock. Yeah, Harry's sock. Mrs. Jones, you ready for your last question? Who was the Slytherin Quidditch captain in Harry's first ever match? I think, is it Marcus Flint? Well, Mrs. Jones, you're absolutely right, of course. Of course, now... Um, I think from totting up the scores, I, I, I can see that Mrs. Jones, you have been amazing all by yourself and you have five points <laughs> and kids, I want a big cheer from you, please, all of you, because you have scored six points. Well done, guys. Do you know, I feel like Yoda with his Jedi crew. Well done, guys. That's what it's like. I've passed it all on to you that you're finally mastered and you become the chief pothead. Well done. <laughs> well, this is done. There is nine of them and there's only one of you. Three, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. And thank you to, to the incredible Mrs. Jones. You're very welcome. Pleasure. Brilliant. Okay, I'll see you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. Happy Harry Potter Day. Bye. Bye. Congratulations, the Potterhead pupils. You created some real magic there. Nine against one was pretty tough, but you clearly know your stuff. Jasper, Zach, Ned, Bella... Elizabeth, Grace, Faye, Luca and Lila. Huge thanks to you all for playing along. Now it seemed only right on Harry Potter Day for our story to be from one of the books and I asked Mrs Jones to choose a section that would be full of magic. So this is an extract from chapter six of the first book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stones. So grab your owls, your broomsticks and your wands and I will see you on platform nine and three quarters. On the last day of August, Harry thought he'd better speak to his aunt and uncle about getting to King's Cross Station the next day. So he went down to the living room where they were watching a quiz show on television. He cleared his throat to let them know he was there and Dudley screamed and ran from the room. Uh, Uncle Vernon? Uncle Vernon grunted to show he was listening. Uh, I need to be at King's Cross tomorrow to, to go to Hogwarts. Uncle Vernon grunted again. Would it be alright if you gave me a lift? Grunt. Harry supposed that meant yes. Thank you. He was about to go upstairs when Uncle Vernon actually spoke. Funny place to get to a wizard school, the train. Magic carpets all got punctures, have they? <laughs> Harry didn't say anything. Where is this school anyway? I don't know, said Harry, realising this for the first time. 
He pulled the ticket Hagrid had given him out of his pocket. I just take the train from platform nine and three quarters at eleven o'clock, he read. His aunt and uncle stared. Platform what? Nine and three quarters. Don't talk rubbish, said Uncle Vernon. There is no platform nine and three quarters. It's on my ticket. Barking, said Uncle Vernon, howling mad, the lot of them. You'll see. You just wait. All right, we'll take you to King's Cross. We're going up to London tomorrow anyway. Or I wouldn't bother. Why are you going to London? Harry asked, trying to keep things friendly. Taking Dudley to the hospital, growled Uncle Vernon. Got to have that tail removed before he goes to smell things. Harry woke at five o'clock the next morning and was too excited and nervous to go back to sleep. He got up and pulled on his jeans because he didn't want to walk into the station in his wizard robes. He changed on the train. He checked his Hogwarts list yet again to make sure he had everything he needed, saw that Hedwig was shut safely in her cage and then paced the room waiting for the Dursleys to get up. Two hours Later, Harry's huge, heavy trunk had been loaded into the Dursley's car. Aunt Petunia had talked Dudley into sitting next to Harry, and they had set off. They reached King Cross Station at about half past ten. Uncle Vernon dumped Harry's trunk onto a cart and wheeled it into the station for him. Harry thought this was strangely kind until Uncle Vernon stopped dead facing the platforms with a nasty grin on his face. Well, there you are, boy. Platform 9, platform 10. Your platform should be somewhere in the middle, but they don't seem to have built it yet, do they? You see, he was quite right, of course. There's a big plastic number 9 over one platform and a big plastic number 10 over the other one next to it. And in the middle, nothing at all. Have a good term, said Uncle Vernon, with an even nastier smile. He left without another word. Harry turned and saw the Dursleys drive away. All three of them were laughing. Harry's mouth went rather dry. What on earth was he going to do? He was starting to attract lots of funny looks because of Hedwig. He had to ask someone. guard but didn't dare mention platform nine and three quarters the guard never heard of hogwarts and when harry couldn't even tell him what what part of the country it was in he started to get annoyed as though harry was being stupid on purpose getting desperate harry asked for the train that left at 11 o'clock but the guard said there wasn't one in the end the guard strode away muttering about time wasters Harry was now trying hard not to panic. According to the large clock over the arrivals aboard, he had ten minutes left to get on the train to Hogwarts and he had no idea how to do it. He was stranded in the middle of a station with a trunk he could hardly lift and a pocket full of wizard money and a large owl. Hagrid must have forgotten to tell him something yet to do. Like tapping the third brick on the left to get into Diagon Alley. 
He wondered if he should get out his wand and start tapping the ticket inspector stand between platforms 9 and 10. At that moment, a, pe- a group of people passed just behind him and he caught a few words of what they were saying. Packed with muggles, of course, Harry swung round. The speaker was a plump woman who was talking to four boys, all with flaming red hair. Each of them was pushing a trunk like Harry's in front of him, and they had an owl. Heart hammering, Harry pushed his trolley after them. They stopped, and so did he, just near enough to hear what they were saying. Now what's the platform number? said the boy's mother. Like the oldest boy, marched towards platform nine and ten. Harry watched, careful not to blink in case he missed it. But just as the boy reached the dividing barrier between the two platforms... A large crowd of tourists came swarming in front of him and by the time the last backpack had cleared away, the boy had vanished. Fred, you next, the plump woman said. I'm not Fred, I'm George, said the boy. Honestly, woman, you call ourselves yourself our mother? Can't you tell I'm George? Oh, sorry, George, dear. Only joking, I am Fred, said the boy. And off he went. His twin called after him to hurry up, and he must have done so because a second later he had gone. But how had he done it? There was nothing else for it. Excuse me, Harry said to the plump woman. Hello, dear, she said. First time at Hogwarts. Ron's new too. She pointed at the last and youngest of her sons. He was tall, thin and gangling with freckles, big hands and feet and a long nose. Yes, said Harry. The thing is, the thing is, I don't know how to... Now, I definitely did not want that chapter to stop. Thank you for such a wonderful reading podcast, Potterheads. I think I might go pick up the books and give them another read. (laughs) So, that's another week done, Heathmount family, and aren't you doing well? We are all so amazed at the way in which you're working so hard, learning so hard, but most of all, how you are loving so hard. So, I'm going to leave you with the inspiring words of J.K. Rowling, who says this, We do not need magic to transform our world. We carry all the power we need inside of us already. God bless Heathmont family. Thanks for being so magic.